All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of SVT Podcast. I am Vince. I got Sam and Tyler. How's it going, fellas? What's, What's up, going Vince? On? Tyler. And, and Tim, of course, on our ones and twos. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yep, I'm here. Right on, right on. It was a hell of a week for sports, uh, mostly football related, uh, but we will talk a little bit about the Warriors as well. And um, the Sharks had a, a little bit of news, uh, even though they, they, they've just been sucking real bad, but um, they still get an all-star and we'll talk all about that as well. Uh, a little soccer, a little baseball, even some, even a golf note, a golf note, a golf Heck note, yeah. a note yeah. on golf. What do you know? Okay. Well, um, we're going to dive into it. The, the, the first thing we always do is we'll talk about the scores. It was the last week of, uh, the football season. And, uh, let me find the scores where. Nice. And the national I'm championship sorry, and the is nas- on tonight. Yeah, the national so. championship is on tonight as well. That's a good point. And for whatever reason, if you're joining us and not watching the national football game, the score is 14 to three Michigan all over the Washington Huskies. Yeah, it's it, it's early, but uh, yeah. Uh, wait a second. Uh, Tim, is are we live? Um, uh, uh, it's hold on. Yeah, we're I'm not live. showing us as I'm not showing us as broadcasting on my phone. Yeah, we're live. My okay. Oh no, we're good. Okay, sorry. Come my on, phone, man. My, Come on. I, well, man. I was trying to read the chat and you know see if anybody was in and fucking thing. All right. Um, there's your. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> you may beat us on record. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. That was like two minutes in. We're good. We're still good. Okay. So on Saturday night, the Steelers beat the Ravens in a game that the Ravens did not give a damn about, but the Steelers very much did. Uh, Steelers win. Texans also win on Saturday night. Also, uh, just real quick, Mike Tomlin is one hell of a coach. He got these boys in the playoffs. Excuse me? Yeah, again. Excuse me. And, uh, I mean, he needed help to get there, and he got that help from the Titans who beat the Jaguars 28-20, to and that is absolutely wild. Uh, Yeah. The, the Jaguars really just shit the bed. Like, what did they drop? Like, three out of the last five or something like that, To you know, on, on their way? Did, you, did um, you hear about this, the final, the the play call that uh, Lawrence audibled and went to a quarterback sneak? Oh, for the touchdown? Like, like for the touchdown attempt when they were a yard out? And and like, he, they were like two and a half yards. It was like, it's not even close. Why would you audible to that? Yeah, terrible, terrible. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, uh, Mike Tomlin gets into the playoffs again somehow. That crazy son of a bitch did it again. I I, I don't get it, but I respect it. And uh, uh, it's it's absolutely wild. Uh, so the Texans, uh, by virtue of winning and the Jaguars' loss, they end up being your AFC South champs. Nobody so, has you know that's like the team absolutely. that we all we all rallied behind. Because yeah, of that it, quarterback it, it's, man. It's kind of wild. It's real easy to rebuild when you get an actual like um elite quarterback. You know, you can rebuild real quick when you get the right guy. Yep. Uh, that's well, they had cool. they had what? The number cool. 1 and number 3 or something crazy. Uh yeah, so they, they, got, they had the 2 and 3. They had the 2 and the 3. So they got Stroud and uh Will and then, Anderson uh, Jr. But, yeah. but back to back. So. Exactly. <laughs> so uh both of those guys ended up being difference makers clearly. And uh, your AFC South champions are the Texans at 10 and seven. Good on you. We're skipping the Jets Patriots. We don't care. The Saints uh, made a little bit of noise uh, at the end. Uh, um, And you know, you know what? Screw the Falcons and screw their coach who got fired. That's right. Bitching about this. So hold on. I like, it doesn't even matter. I know it doesn't matter. And all of us don't care about the head coach for the Falcons. Well, ex head coach for the Falcons. But from what I understand, the news that was given to me was that Jameis Winston audibled that last play instead of doing the victory formation at the half yard line. So he could hand it to the running back and they scored that last touchdown. And that's what set off uh, Arthur Smith or whatever the heck it was. So, so, it, so new I, Orleans, uh, Jameis Winston did audible, but Jameis Winston, when they're in the huddle said, Hey, here's the play call. Or do y'all want to get our man a touchdown who hadn't scored a touchdown all season? Um, and the whole team said, let's get him a touchdown. Everybody in the huddle said, let's get him a touchdown. So is that right of the players to override the coach's decision? 
No, but at the same time, if they would have scored uh, on the previous play, which was which was a big play, what then it's not disrespectful. I mean, you know, the Raiders were clearly going for eighty. Yeah, it was for nobody, Jamal Williams. Nobody, uh, yeah. nobody complained about that. You know, and, and like Antonio Pierce said, the week before they were literally on the other side of the spectrum of not scoring. So me personally, I don't, I don't like the Saints. I don't like the Falcons. I'm not a fan of either either one of those teams. Um, I appreciate a team that's going for it on every single every single time, even if the game was over. I don't care. Go for it. Like yeah, I I don't I mean. It, we, we all we all agree with that. I mean, that's the Bill Pelichek thing where they asked him, like, you know, where you run up to score, and his answer was, "Play defense." I don't know what to tell you, play defense. And Daniel's yeah. right. Uh, they did. They asked Dennis Allen to go for the touchdown. He said, "Nah, let's just take the take the knee," and they overrid it. That that to me is the part that I got issue with. Is I'm a big fan of the chain of command. Sometimes you got to rebel. Uh, re- you know, uh, uh, you know. Get off me, coach. I, I, I'm I'm doing my own thing, but um, to get your guy a touchdown on the last game of the season, and and the guy who the season before really, you know, Alvin Kamara was injured, and and he so he became the lead dog and really helped your team. Um, they're just taking care of him. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I think the Falcons coach made it a bigger deal, and uh, you know, maybe if your team didn't give up 40 points in the second half or whatever it was, maybe. Maybe you, maybe you got a shot at something, but you know your team didn't show up half the season. So yeah, seven and ten for three years in a row—that's exactly what Arthur Smith is. Um, uh, exactly, the, the, the team was never bad enough to be like a top pick, but um, uh, but that's just the talent like overcoming the coaching. I think uh, yeah. he was not a good coach at all, and exactly. he couldn't have been fired soon enough. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, the Bengals ended up winning over the Browns, thirty-one fourteen. That secures a winning season for them, even without Joe Burrow. So good on you. And I like uh, that quarterback. I Jake like, Browning. I, I think he, uh, you know, if there's a team that can't get a top quarterback this year, it just needs a filler. I think Browning is probably a good option. I think if I'm Cincy, I'm as well. if I'm I agree. Cincy, I'm I mean, I don't know his contract situation either. Maybe he's still under contract with them. Maybe he he's trade be. bait now. No, he's on, he's still on his rookie contract. So you yeah. got him, you got him for four years. I don't think was he a rookie year option. He was, he was a first like round pick, or he was a pick that not first round, but he was their their was, quarterback pick this year. Yeah, he was okay. uh he okay. was a rookie this year. Um, okay. but you have him under club control, but also, you know, Joe Burrow, as amazing as he's been, there's injuries are stacking for the young man's career, you know, from college to even the pros, he's he's having some injury problems. So you might want to hold on to that other quarterback. Yeah. Uh, one last thing back to the Arthur Smith thing. Uh, Daniel actually in the comments saying, if Arthur Smith didn't like it, stop it. Just stop it then. Like, that's exactly, he, he, yeah, exactly like right. Bill Belichick said, yeah. if you don't like me on the score, play defense. Exactly. Right. Yeah, they exactly. get paid too. You get yeah. paid too, yep. just like they do. All right. Yep. All right. Um, the Lions beat the Vikings. The Vikings had basically no chance anyway of making the playoffs, and that loss secured that for them. The Buccaneers beat the Carolina Panthers 9-0. And that secures the NFC South for them. Uh, we already talked briefly about the Jaguars. Uh, they dropped five out of six, I, I believe, at the end. You know, that, like, that bodes well, though. The Buccaneers winning nine to zero against the Panthers. And then they go to play the Eagles. Like, flip a coin. Both teams suck offensively. So which one's going to score the touchdown first? Probably is going to win. The one who sucks the least. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, we don't give a shit about the Cowboys. The Chiefs beat the Chargers. Okay, cool. The, um, uh. Packers beat the Bears that secured their spot in the playoffs. Um, the Seahawks won their game, even though it ended up not mattering because the Packers won. So that was the end of their season. But, um, you know, they finished above 500 as well. The Bills beat the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. Um, basically, <laughs> um, that hey. that punt return was the game changer. Look, I know that the Bills have had a up and down season, but. When the Bills lost to the Eagles, they were six and six. They finished at eleven and six, the same record as the Eagles. So, shout out to the Bills, great coaching staff, Sean McDermott. You know, I know, you know, the quarterback had three picks and in their interceptions in the beginning of that Dolphins game, and Dolphins didn't capitalize. But hey, man, resilient team, man. They found a way to win. So, shout out to them. Absolutely. All right, so uh, let's just talk about our teams real quick. Sam, the Raiders get the win. 
uh, 27-14 over the Broncos. Uh, but basically, the big news is, is Antonio Pierce going to end up being the guy. And there's a lot of players pulling for him to be the guy. Uh, we'll see what Mark Davis hasn't really shown his cards yet on what he's thinking. So, and he should. Think? He should. I think a lot, a lot in this national title game is, uh, you know, what what Jim Harbaugh does. I I did see an article in the Athletic um, that said uh, it's a it's most likely a two horse race between Antonio Pierce and Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh started coaching his coaching career actually with the Raiders. Uh, he was actually a quarterback coach uh, for Rich Gannon. Um, so he, you know, J- uh, Jim Harbaugh has a lot of um, uh, affection for the Raiders organization. He has a lot of love for Al Davis and Mark Davis. He's openly uh, spoken about that. I think uh, Jim sees the if he could get the Raiders back to prominence and into playoff contention and maybe a Super Bowl contender in Las Vegas, that's a huge, it's a huge win uh, for him in this organization. New stadium, all all that, and I think um, I do think Mark Davis would love to have a big name. And right now, there's. That's kind of the biggest name you could get right now, especially if he wins. You know, so you we know Mark Davis is a, a big name guy. That's and what I he think, tried with John Gruden. Right. Was the and, big name. And I think um I think potentially, you know, Jim Harbaugh could come into the Raiders organization and say, you know, this the defense performed pretty well. We got some we got some good players. You got Max Crosby and uh Kuntz who um flashed again that it looks like he could be a bookend. Uh, uh, D end uh, to uh, 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 Max Crosby. Um, So you got pieces defensively, offensively, you still got pieces offensively. And that offensive line played a lot better this year than I think what a lot of Raider fans and NFL fans thought. Obviously you need to upgrade the quarterback position. Aiden O'Connell was a rookie. He played admirably. He's seen, I think he could play in the league. I don't know if he's the guy that you just hand over the reins to a franchise right now, but I still think Aiden O'Connell is valuable to the franchise. I, I think he's proved he could be a guy that could be a spot starter or backup, come in and keep winning games. It, you know, in modern NFL, now that we're at 17 games and potentially going to 18 games in the next few years, um, you're going to need a backup quarterback. Look at the Jets. You know, if, if only you had production on that team from the quarterback, the backup position, if you had Aiden O'Connell on the jets, they're probably in it. You're probably seeing Aaron Rodgers try to make that final two, three weeks return. Um, so we know how important it is to have a backup. You have to upgrade. Um, um uh, Daniel's in the chat asking Penix. I think, what do you think? Quarterback? I think if you, it depends, honestly, it really depends. If you come back, with Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, uh, Hunter Renfro, Kirk uh, it, you know, you're trying to, you're probably trying to get a veteran quarterback. Uh, we've talked about Kirk Cousins. I think, uh, I think there might be some chatter about Baker Mayfield because I think he only signed a one year deal. So I think anybody who's a veteran quarterback, you're going to be looking at who's a veteran quarterback that can come in and just control the offense. Don't lose the game. Um, and Baker Mayfield, I know they only put up nine the other day and, and that doesn't really seem like a, a sexy pick. If you look at the overall season, he's played pretty damn well. And you didn't, you didn't get the Baker Mayfield nonsense from Cleveland. He wasn't making a lot of ruckus. He just went and played football and they won and they sneak into the playoffs. Um, I think if you're going with a rookie quarterback, if you're going to draft a quarterback, that means you're probably tearing it down and you're hitting the reset button. And I don't know as a fan, I don't know if that's the route that I want to go, whether that's with AP or Jim Harbaugh. I don't know if I want to reset everything because we've been so playoff contender deprived that I would just like to see one or two years where you're actually in it. You know, a couple of years, maybe three, four years where you're actually in it. And I think if with Harbaugh, it's like three to four years. He kind of wears out his welcome. So I think if you could get a three, four year window, you know, if you get w- with Harbaugh, you bring in a veteran quarterback and you go all in while he's here. But I really love AP. I love what AP did with the team. I love how he allowed uh, Patrick Garam to to run his defense. And a lot of a lot of talk came out that uh, 
you know, uh, Josh McDaniels was controlling the defense and not allowing Patrick Graham to really do what he wanted to do. And, you know, we know that uh, Champ Kelly was going to be the GM if it wasn't for uh, Josh McDaniels wanting to bring his guy in. And I really would like to see Champ Kelly get his shot because he has proven over the past couple of years, few years when he's been in scouting and assistant GMs and things like that, that he's been able to pick pick some good talent. You know, he scouted some good talent uh, for the Bears and uh, the Raiders. So I would like to see uh, Champ Kelly and AP get it, but it's it's hard not to look at the, the shine of – Jim Harbaugh, even though he hasn't won in the NFL as far as winning the Super Bowl. I mean, well, he, pretty got, much he, he got he, us there. As soon as he got to the 49ers, they were a legit contender. I don't think the Raiders roster is as loaded as the 49ers because so they had that's, number one picks up and down that roster. They were they were so crappy for so long. They just needed somebody to like rally the troops, and he was able to do that. So there's obviously Harbaugh is going to be a really big suitor this offseason, right? There's going to, there's plenty of NFL teams that are going to be calling him. One of the wild or dark horses, I should say, is actually the team on my hat. Um, there's a lot of people that think Nick Sirianni, or I say this, but there's a lot of people that think that, that Nick Sirianni isn't the guy to get it done. And I say that he's kind of like the Mark Jackson of the Eagles. Like he's a great coach when we needed him, he's doing what everything he needs to do. But this year has shown me that he didn't really go out to get an offensive coordinator. Um, It was his plays and that Shane Steichen leaving wasn't a big deal. Clearly it's a big deal, right? I've been saying all season long, granted we got 11 wins, you know, and I know there's some teams that didn't even get, you know, 10 wins. So I still say that every single week that our offense struggled, our defense struggled. Like we barely won these games. So there's a lot of people saying that he didn't make adjustments. He doesn't coach people hard. He doesn't train people hard and that they may want to move on and get to Harbaugh who could put the team over the top where it needs to be. So I wouldn't be shocked. And that Eagles roster is a very sexy roster for a lot of coaches that are top tier coaches that look into that Eagles roster. So the Eagles are a dark horse in this race for Harbaugh, but I do think that um, if you look at talent-wise, <clears throat> Eagles and Raiders are probably the top two that he's probably looking at. You know, like he's not going to look at Atlanta and that defense is whatever. You know, the South is a, a pretty bad division for the most part. He's probably not going to go there. So I'd be curious. I mean, he gets to play against his brother potentially when he, if he coaches the Raiders more often. Um you know, the Eagles, you'd only see them every two or three years or so, depending on scheduling. So, but I think those are the two dark, I think the Eagles are a dark horse, but I think the Raiders are the favorite to get Harbaugh at this point. I would say, you know, dep- you know, obviously the Raiders have to decide on Coach AP, but, um, you know, I would not, I would not count the, the commanders out. Um, yep. They have a ton of money that they want to throw at a big name. They want to win. They got an owner that wants to win. They got Bob yeah. Myers. They got Bob uh, Myers. Yeah, but, yeah um, let's let's just talk about all these coaching vacancies right now. There's also Carolina. Um, the Chargers have a lot of like, you know, talent. Like like, uh, but the you know, least the, amount the of money they injury, can offer. The least exactly. You know, the, the ownership is not going to offer Jim Harbaugh the biggest paycheck. Right. Um. He's a cheapskate. Uh. Uh. We talked about Atlanta, Washington. Uh. They let Ron Rivera go. Um. Uh, I think they let uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta go like at midnight on uh, Black Monday. Yeah. Like, like he they sent that text at uh, at twelve a.m. and twelve oh three. Adam Schefter had it. Like, uh, yeah. th- that was quick. Uh, obviously, uh, Josh McDaniels, Frank Reich, and Brandon Staley they were uh, mid season fires, and uh, the Patriots' job might be opening too. We don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bill Belichick the- is meeting with uh, with ownership with Bob Kraft. I think the problem with that Patriots thing is that it's it's just such a disarray. Like you got semi wide receivers. You're starting from scratch. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just really, rough. if you're Jim Harbaugh, you're not. You don't you're want to go there. That. I, yeah, I you want you want to find something. If you're better. Harbaugh, you may look at the Commanders just because they may be able to just financially blow it out of the water. Where they're going to give you full reign, hire your own. GM, bring in the players you want. They might just cave it and give them whatever just to be a contender. I think he's or, bringing that DC with him from Michigan. And that DC you, from Michigan is killing it. Then you, I think the next 
attractive spot would actually be the Raiders. Because if you look at the roster, it's not a terrible roster. It's a pretty decent roster. Yeah. There's some, there's some stuff that you need to fix. Obviously the quarterback, um, but also the, the ties to the Raiders. Then I, it's hard for me to take the Chargers seriously. Me too. Because I think even if you win the Super Bowl with, with, with uh, the Chargers, you got, you supposedly got the quarterback, right? The, supposedly they got the quarterback figured out. But even if you win with that, I still think you're going to be second fiddle to the Rams and the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. frankly, the Cowboys and the Niners in that town. You're like exactly. fifth fiddle. Like, so I mean, I think there, there's more Niners win, fans in LA than Chargers fans. Even if you win, you're not going to rule that town. So I, I, I think Harbaugh's smart enough to know that he's, it's not going to be, even if he won, it's not going to be a big deal for him. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's probably down to like two or three teams. And, and with the Eagles, um, I think if that job becomes available, um, then yeah, who who wouldn't want to coach there? Because you got the quarterback, you got the wide receiver, you got the you offensive know, you, line, you got the the entire defense. Um, you know, so yeah, it becomes an attractive job. Um, but that job's not available yet. You know, we don't know how these playoffs are going to go. If uh, let's say the Eagles make it to the NFC Championship game and lose, we're keep we're keeping our head coach, right? So yeah. you know, and we don't know what's going to happen in Chicago too. So there there's. There's sure. also talk that Eberflus is going to get let go from Chicago and, you know, they're going to have deep pockets to throw money around at a coach. So yeah, you never uh, know. G- general manager vacancies, oddly enough, they follow who was fired mid season. Now um, Dave Ziegler in Las Vegas, Tom Telesco in uh, LA with the chargers and Scott Fitterer got let go today after uh, they fired Frank Reich earlier this season. So, uh, yeah, firing Frank Wright was stupid, in my opinion. Didn't even give the guy a chance, to be honest yeah. with you. But I digress. Any yeah. hoops. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, uh, I know I'm the resident Raider fan, and, and Daniel's in the chat, but you know, your two cents. What do you think the Raiders should do at, at, at head coach? Would you oh, take you, Jim Harbaugh? You, you go or do you for stick Harbaugh. With AP? No, you go for Harbaugh. But if Harbaugh is not available or he's just not interested, by all means, you go with AP. But you you go for Harbaugh. You you put all your chips into that into that as best there's, as you can. There's no reason not to try. Yeah, um, yeah you got to at mean, least. But I mean, take the tires if I'm, he's interested and if you can make it work. A, but... AP is under contract. You can offer him the job and he would yeah, accept. But absolutely. if Harbaugh says, "Yeah, I'll do it," I'll take the job. I mean, you know, apples to apples. Who are you taking? You, you're probably taking Harbaugh, right, guys? It's probably Harbaugh because he has the proven experience. He's got yeah. a team to the Super Bowl already. Yeah, um, that's that's the thing. Yeah. And and uh, you know, uh, I this think was AP, two years ago. Yeah, I, uh, I was going to just. I think AP has earned the right to be a head coach somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be with the Raiders or not. And uh, uh, we'll see. Um, there's there's plenty of jobs available. About eight of them every year. Yeah. There's, so there's still like two or three more coming down the pipe. Uh, that we don't know about as Absolutely. of right now. So um, that's all I got on Raiders. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just a quick, like 15 minute segment on the Raiders. <laughs> real quick. Um, real quick. Just dive it right in. Uh, you got anything else you want to add about the Eagles? Uh, Ty? No, I mean, I just, you know, we'll, we'll see what next week's bring. I will. I, I agree with Sam that if we make it to, I would argue if we even make it past this first round, we're keeping our head coach, but if we lose to the bucks, goodbye. Harbaugh's totally in contention, one hundred percent. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a little bit of a quick trigger in uh, Philly, like historically. So, well, we know th- we know the Cowboys are going to fumble it somewhere. So McCarthy may be available. So maybe he could go to the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, over our dead bodies. Well, you know what yeah. though? I'm not going to rule it out because our GM makes slick moves and he thinks he could do whatever he wants, and I, I trust him. But I'm not going to rule anything out, man. I mean, the Cowboys have been a, a, a thorn in our side for the last like three seasons. So I'm not going to rule anything out just yet. For sure. Right. Okay. Um. Well then just real quick, I guess uh, we can just talk about the Niners real quick. They end up losing uh, to the Rams 21, 20. Nobody really cared. Um, I uh, just want to talk real quick about Sam Darnold and it looks like we Dick Darnold. Yeah. So the way that I saw the game was, Early on, he had Brandon Ayuk. He had uh, he had Debo Samuel playing, uh, and er, in that first half, the Niners were very methodical. Twenty and to they zero. Did exactly what they wanted. 
Uh, they drove down the field. They got their points. Uh, Jake Moody missed a field goal and an extra point. So there's your difference in the ball game right there. So that's kind of an interesting point as well. Uh, but in the second half, it was basically all Rams when it was scrubs versus scrubs. And that's when Carson Wentz actually um, showed up and started playing well at that point when it was scrubs v. scrubs. Uh, Darnold uh, reverted back to form uh, where he was giving away balls and, uh, you know, fumbles and stuff. And uh, it, 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 he's, I think what both of those quarterbacks have shown is that they are worthy of being NFL backups. They have talent in them, but they also make some boneheaded, dumbass plays. And um, I think Sam Darnold probably secured his job as the backup quarterback for the Niners uh, with the first half performance. Uh, and that's basically if you still had Ayuk and, uh, and if you had Kittle playing at all, if you had Debo playing the, the whole game, uh, maybe Darnold looks a little bit different in the second half. I don't know. That's probably what how they're going to spin it. Is, is what I'm saying. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I just think that's how they're going to spin it. And that's why Sam Darnold's probably your backup quarterback again next year. And um, I don't think Trey Lance probably gives us this performance, uh, at least the well, first Kyle half. Well, Kyle Shanahan would, would be like, well, in the first half and stuff, he hit his wide receivers and stuff. And and then I pulled, was, the, I pulled the wide receivers and it was the backups to I the pulled, backups. I, yeah. pulled the, I pulled the starters out and stuff and and he wasn't completing passes and stuff. Yeah, Trent. I never heard a guy. I never heard a guy and say stuff. and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Trent <laughs> I do, Williams I... was uh, benched early on in the game after too. Just like yeah. basically, he played enough to make sure that Russ doesn't uh, set, settle in. He played like the first series, maybe two. Like he was already out real early. But let's also give roses to my to my my fellow Islander boy. Uh, Puka Nakua sets the uh, rookie yep. record here for uh, catches and and was it yardage as well too? Yardage said... and catches. Um, so. He got. He got the yardage one on his third catch. He was one yard short. Uh, in uh, so, in the third quarter, he was still in the game, and he's like, uh, he, I actually saw it on the broadcast. They um, he gets that third catch. He goes over the yardage. He he needed four catches, uh, for the catch for the receiving record, and then they go right back to him. He catches the ball, and then um, you could see Sean McVay saying. Yeah, Sean McVay saying, get him out now. Like, <laughs> like he's done. His day is done. And Puka's family yeah. was uh, uh, on the sidelines and they were like, tears of joy. And it was a very lovely uh, sign. Uh, but props to the uh, the Niners for not letting him get it easily. Like he had yeah. to work for it. Um, and, uh, you know, that's uh, it, it's, it's not a team that they're going to see right away anyway in the playoffs if they do at all. So I think the script went almost exactly how you would want it. Uh, the only difference is you would want the win for the Niners. Um, you know, it's, it's fine. It is what it is. And that's what I got. <laughs> All good. Um, before we jump to your, your playoff scenarios, uh, just want to give a shout out to uh, you and Sam. Um, I did the tally math here for the NFL pickums and percentage wise, Sam, you beat me by 3%. I had a really rough end of this week. I don't think that would have been enough to overcome the 3%, but um Nonetheless, you came in second. Vince came in first at 64%. And I uh, finished this off here at 56% of a win percentage in our yeah, NFL pickums. I was over 64%. That's, I mean, if you can get that completion percentage as a quarterback, you're doing, you know, that's, that's fine. It's not ideal, but it's pretty good. So, um, you know, um, uh, that, that's definitely worthy of being a backup quarterback if that was a completion percentage. Um, <laughs> Slightly better than what Sam Darnold actually did. I think Sam Darnold was at about sixty-two percent. So uh, there you go. Uh, you know, I'm right in there. I'm right. I'm right in that level uh, as far as picking teams to win goes. I was a uh, I was a uh, Bailey Zappi. That's that's my percentage right now. Oof. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. It all fell apart for you. Um, sure did. And I sure just did. I, I just dusted you guys on this one. This was not even close. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we picked more than 200 games like 230 something games is what we ended up picking and uh yeah Two, I, I 235 had like to be exact 235 yeah uh i mean i had uh what 18 game uh no 20 yeah uh 18 game lead on you and uh sam actually because you missed a week uh that percentage is a little bit higher uh so you had a fewer losses but you only had like two fewer um uh right ones than tyler so that's kind of how that worked out but yeah 
Yeah, and we all good. miss. We all miss. Good to be one, the smartest so. guy around. No. <laughs> this is week. This is week two to eighteen at this point. So so, but yeah, congratulations. And, and like we said, Sam missed one at some point. We yeah uh, yeah, it was earlier on. Anywho, um, so let's let's move on, and we are going to uh do our playoff pickums. Uh, we're uh, so I'm taking over the pickums for the playoffs because I already had it built, um, from last from the last couple of years. Um, but first, we'll just kind of recap what we had picked at the beginning of the of the season. Um, so uh, we all missed on the Bengals. That Joe Burrow injury did us no favors. We all missed on the Jaguars. Um, Trevor Lawrence Barely. was definitely hurting uh, at the end there. But um, still, they ended up uh, not getting the job done. We all missed on the Jets making the playoffs in some form or another because of the Aaron Rodgers injury and the inability to find competent play at quarterback. Um, we all got the bills, although Sam, you had them as a wild card. Uh, we all got the chiefs. That was easy. Um, uh, dolphins, me and Sam had the dolphins, uh, Tyler, big ups to you for having the Ravens. And we all missed on that, uh, that AFC West wild card that we had, uh, as far as the NFC goes, uh, we all had the lines in the playoffs. Uh, Tyler, you had them as a wild card. They ended up being division champs. We all had the Eagles and the Cowboys, although we got that wrong. We all had the Eagles as the champs. It ended up being the Cowboys. The Niners, we all got right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, one, two, we, we all got about four right uh, in the NFC. And then as far as our Super Bowl picks, me and Tyler are both still live with both Not of our me. picks. Uh, <laughs> Sam, you really believed in Aaron Rodgers. And it would have been a different that season. season. Four it minutes been into a different the season. season. Uh, yeah you're a year too early that's what it is right yeah okay all right so let's go to the playoffs and we have the browns going to houston to play the texans on saturday afternoon and um, these times are all pacific so it's 1 30 p.m pacific um who uh let's 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 go sam first who do you got the browns or the texans texans baby you're riding with the texans it's, i just think it's going to be it's a home atmosphere I know you got the rookie quarterback, but he's been playing like a 10-year pro and he's dynamic. And I think um, you know, their de- the Texans defense is going to is going to play like a veteran. They're going to you know, Demico Ryan's is going to have them flying around and I just think the Browns is they've had a really great season, but Flacco turns the ball over and you're not going to be able to overcome if he's turning the ball over like he has, you're you're not going to win a playoff game like that. Agreed. Um, I'm actually with you as well. I'm going to pick the Texans as well, but it would not shock me if somehow the Browns ended up winning and they end up playing the Ravens because the NFL script writers want to get Joe Flacco playing in Baltimore. That would unleash all sorts of chaos. Um, and then also you have the, the history of the Ravens being the yep. former Browns and just all sorts of weird, wacky tie-ins. Yeah. Um, so it would not shock me if the script writers decided to go Browns, but I'm th- I think the Texans are the better team, so I'm picking the Texans. Daniel's in the chat shouting Texans uh, as well. So, uh, so let me get this straight: the Texans don't have their number two or one wide receiver. Right? They have Nico Collins at this point, right? Is that correct? Yeah, it's still no Tank Dell though. Yeah, so Tank Dell's out for the season. Uh, they've got that running back, right? The, I know Pierce, but the other one, uh, um, Singletary. Okay. Singletary's played really well. Down He's the played excellent. He actually yeah. won me a few games towards the end of my uh, fantasy here. Um, the Browns are pretty much all but healthy for the most part. They only Except really that they're have they're playing their fourth quarterback, but the fourth yeah, quarterback but ended mean, up being the best one. So arguably I was lucky. One of the I most, know that story. One of the most, you know, decorated ones for them i mean he's at least he's got a super bowl so um that's as closest to a super bowl they'll get (laughs) yeah you know what though i i wouldn't be shocked if that browns defense just really hones in on 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 nico and and just makes them try to win with a running game and that that stout front i'm gonna go with browns onto it and it's a 130 game it's it's a it's a funky afternoon saturday game anything Mm -hmm. can happen i'm gonna go with the browns on it all right, so then the next game is the Chiefs hosting the Dolphins. That's Saturday night. That is going to be on Peacock, not on, like, regular television. So 
you Can gotta go sign up for that. Um, uh, you know, I'll go first on this one. Uh, and I think I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Um, I'm Tyreek gonna... might end up breaking one. You know, for you know, like he might go off for 200 yards. Uh, but you're... it's gonna be super cold. Uh, the Dolphins. Uh, it's gonna be frozen. So we'll see. You're telling me that Tyreek gets to play in Kansas City for a playoff game and shows Kansas City what a terrible mistake was to trade him or move on from him. I'm sorry, not resign him, I should say. I'm going Dolphins, baby. Okay. Sam, what do you got? I'm going Dolphins. I want the Chiefs to lose, um, but all the reasons that Tyler just said, Tyreek Hill, uh, that offense. But honestly, I just don't think the Chiefs, like, they don't have any wide receivers um, to to really make big plays. And Patrick Mahomes is not making Patrick Mahomes plays. And I know he's getting, you know, a couple of weeks off uh, here, but I, I don't think that's going to be enough to fix it. Um, I'll take the Dolphins. Also, okay. they should they should have Jalen Waddle back for this game. I don't know how effective he's going to be with that knee injury, but he should be back. Okay, we'll see. Um, uh, on Sunday, the first game on Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific time, Bills hosting the Steelers. Across in the, the end, in the I think we're going, we're all going Bills, right? Across I mean, the board. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I love shocking Steelers, but you know what? It's been a great story, and Mike Tomlin, you did it again. It's the annual, um, uh, like celebratory congratulations, fake playoff team, seventh seed, um not happening i don't think so daniel took the dolphins and bills too so okay uh cowboys hosting the packers the mike mccarthy bowl uh god there's got to be you know you got to come up man yeah i'm taking the packers dude wow this will be that'll be a good upset (laughs) the first time a seven seed wins a playoff just I just can't trust a McCarthy team in the playoffs. I I think McCarthy gets it done in the first round, so I'm gonna go Cowboys. Okay. And then it all, and then and then, and then the like wheels the fall off the wagon. I don't either. None yeah, of us no, do. they're they're gonna lose to um somebody at some point in the playoffs because, like you said, McCarthy cannot get it done. Um, Aaron Rodgers got it done with him in spite of him. Uh, in 2010. So uh, this is uh, a good one, though. This is gonna be a lot of fun. We got the Lions. And the Rams on Sunday night. Oh, it's going to be Dude, so Dude, the fun. Rams are so hot, though. Like, I, yeah, oh. they, they play I, a lot better down I the stretch. I would not be surprised how fucked up that's going to be if, like, Stafford just carves up the Lions. <laughs> yeah, he just shits all over them. Oh. Uh, I've been riding the Lions all year. I'm going to stick with the Lions. I really like this team. I love their head coach. Um, I'm going to roll with the Lions. Okay. Um, Tyler, what do you think? God, this is a tough one. Um, Budge, man. I think the Rams defense doesn't get it done, and I'm going with Lions. You're going to go Lions. Okay. That was a. I mean, it's there. It's uh, uh, you flip a coin on this one. Yeah. Uh, I- I'm going to go with the Lions. Uh, again, this is another one I would not be surprised if I'm wrong, but, uh, I just I I I mean I the Rams are hot, man. They're I wanna so see it. hot. I wanna see it. Um Eagles, Buccaneers. Just uh, Eagles are in. actually two and a half point favorites. Uh, you, I was already you, gonna Damn, uh, you know what I'm gonna pick. Begrudgingly, you know what I'm gonna pick. Yeah. Uh Sam. I gotta take the Eagles. I mean, just based on the t- talent of the roster, you should win this game, right? Just talent. Right. I mean, I'll I'll pick the Eagles as well. I just um, this is another one. It's not going to surprise me if we're wrong. I agree. I agree. You know? Yeah. Um. One percent. Yeah. So uh, that being said, we are also keeping score. Uh, wild card round will be worth one point. Division round will be two points. Uh, the championship Sunday will be four points, and Super Bowl will be eight points. We're also going to get preseason bonuses if any of our picks make the Super Bowl. Uh. Uh, five points for each correct team. And then if you guess the Super Bowl champion correctly, another five points. So you could have a total of 15 points, uh, bonus points, 
if you like if I pick the Bills, I pick the Bills and the 49ers. And if the 49ers win that matchup, then uh, I get 15 extra points. Our boy Daniel taking the Bucks in the upset special. All I mean, right. again, would not shock me at all. Wow. No, yeah. Okay. So there is our wild card weekend picks. Any uh, anybody want to change their mind? No, but I... if the Bucks do win, Harbaugh is the Eagles' next head coach. Okay. All right. I am stopping the share then. There we go. Um, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun to see how the playoffs shake down. Uh, one last note. Uh, I guess uh, we. Uh, Oh, actually, we got two more notes on football crap. Let's uh, do this quickly. Quack. A quick, quick, fun discussion that's happening online right now is um, comeback player of the year. Is it Damar Hamlin for who came back from being dead or Joe Flacco who came back from being on the Jets, which is almost as bad as being dead? So that's the discussion. Uh, who do you think? Hamlin. I, I think so. Too. And he actually had a decent season. Uh, well, he he barely played, to be honest. Well, I mean, he came but, back what week four, mm-hmm. week five. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he got like five tackles on the year or something. Yeah, like, he he, like he hasn't he, put he, up many numbers, but the fact that he's actually playing uh, in games, you know, uh, the fact that I he's still walking amongst us, Hamlin, Hamlin's um, the the heartstrings. <laughs> Like yeah. it's the feel good story, but based on the numbers, it's Flacco. Like right. as yeah. far and, and, as a player, his career was over. It's Flacco be- and he's in the playoffs with right. a shot to I mean, if you get the, the Super noise. Bowl, if you get the Super Bowl run, Flacco, like if he's caught you know, fire like that, right. like that year, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's but, gonna I be mean, tough. He's, he's playing his ass. I, I and I, I'll give him that. He'll be motivated to play these these playoff games because hypothetically, if they somehow ran the table and win the Super Bowl, you're talking about a quarterback with two Super Bowl championships, and there's only one quarterback with two Super Bowl championships who's not in the Hall of Fame. Who's eligible? Uh, who's eligible? Yeah, and that's of course your boy. <laughs> that's my boy, Jim Plunkett. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so, absolutely. Wow. I so, think that would, that would, that would solidify his career. If, if I was Flacco, I'd retire. Like if I won the Super Bowl, I'd be like, I'm out. Oh, I would <laughs> yeah, too. He's in. Yeah. He would be in. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, or, wait, you have one more NFL news. I'm sorry. Oh no. I was just going to talk about the draft real quick. Uh, Chicago gets the number one overall pick because Carolina earned that for them, but then they made that trade last year. God. So. Uh, so Chicago getting um, the number one and the number nine pick. Uh, they could, they could in theory, you know, trade back from that too. Yeah, they could. You know, and anybody that's looking for a quarterback help, you know, if somebody wants to come up and they can get another ransoms uh, haul for that, they can ransom that off, and yeah, it's going to be kind of wild. Sam, your team has the number thirteen pick. Yeah. We'll see. Um... <laughs> A lot of crazy things happen in the draft. You're middle of the road. I mean, you can, it it all depends on who your coach is going to be, who your GM is going to be. If you, if you go Jim Harbaugh, I think you're, I mean, even if you go coach AP, it depends on, are you, are you tearing this team down or are you going for it? If you're going for it, you're probably keeping the pick and maybe you add, you're, you're adding players that can contribute hopefully right away. Uh, But if you're tearing it down, you're probably going to try to trade up and get it, get a quarterback. So don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it shakes down. Um, yeah, so that that's it for football. Let's turn our attention to the hard court. Uh, the Warriors. Breaking news, get... breaking news, breaking news. Oh, um, you have breaking news, huh? Dubs have officially opened the trade window for Andrew Wiggins. He is on the docket to move as immediately. Yeah, as soon as possible to open the way for Kaminga for more minutes for him. Yeah, I think that's the move that needs to happen. Um, yep. Uh, we'll see who's uh, who's willing to buy Andrew Wiggins. Um, that's a hell of a contract they have to move. Uh, but they found a way to move uh, plenty of cool. other guys in the past. Uh, so Jordan Poole specifically. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, the, the Warriors get the win against Orlando, and then they lose versus Denver. They get the win against Detroit. And then they lose against Toronto, so that's two and two over the last week. They lost 
terribly against Toronto, yeah, like 73 points in the half. That's, that's well, they lost that game in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. really did. It was <laughs> like was so... I, I watched the I playback. Shut it off. I was like, fuck uh, this. <laughs> yesterday, last night, I watched the playback um, uh, of that game. Uh, you know, just like the the highlights that are on YouTube TV, um, you know, watch key plays or whatever. And all but two of them were plays for Toronto. I was like, is this a Toronto uh, highlight or a Warriors highlight? Good right. grief. Uh, so, you know, it was bad. I know we're going to talk about Draymond here and, and go ahead and, and I'll, and I'll do my two cents in here. Okay. So uh, Draymond green has officially been reinstated after 12 game suspension. Uh, he said on his podcast that he almost retired, but Adam silver talked him out of it. Uh, I kind of wish ra- he did. He, he called it a rash decision and I'm not going to let you do that is what uh, Draymond uh, reportedly said. Well, so. Adam silver told him like, I'm not going to do it, but I, I kind of <laughs> wish he did. And the reason why I say that is because, you know what I get when I watch Moody and I watch Kaminga and I watch Pazinski and I watch, you know, TJD, I'm getting the feels of that early Warriors team with Clay and Steph and Dre and, and Bogut. The, the 2011, 2012, 2013. Yeah. Like, like it's a young squad that is balling out and, you know, watch out for them the next couple of years. And I think if they can keep Moody and they can keep Kaminga, obviously they're keeping Pazinski. Obviously they're keeping TJD you know, in this, in this trade deadline, but those guys, like that's, that's a starting core, you know, you're, you're, you're missing one piece, but I mean, fill it in with a veteran at this point, but that's a starting core, you know, that's, that's, that's an Orlando magic squad. That's an Atlanta Hawks squad. That's a Knicks squad. Well, actually Knicks have been playing pretty good, but typically it's a Knicks squad. Um, right. Uh, so- Daniel in the chat says we need a winger. Speaking of the Lakers. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like you have Rui Hachimura. Gonna... Shut up. Get out of here, Daniel. Get out of the squad. Get out of here. You have Rui Hachimura. You pay all this money for for Anthony Davis, who gets hurt. LeBron ain't standard. happy, bro. LeBron just LeBron posterized. LeBron just posterized Paul George last night. Get out of here. Relax. LeBron said he's gonna draft Bronny. All I'm saying Bronny is that when I'm team. watching this Warrior squad, this young squad looks like a 2011 squad of like, yeah, they're probably going to lose a lot of close games and they should lose a lot of close games because they're a young team that doesn't know how to close out. Right. I but, hope the Warriors draft Bronny. <laughs> but my point, is, traded. My point being is that for Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. No, my point being <laughs> is that like, like if you get this young squad and you actually start building around these and like, let's say Draymond moves on, you know, we would trade him out. Clay, goes and signs with another team, say the Lakers, for instance, or something like that next year, because you can't get the contract with the Warriors. I mean, Steph with that crew, and then you start getting some veterans into it. I think you're rebuilding something worthwhile. You know, I, well, it's I, also too just getting the money off the books, right? A yeah. couple years down the road, you, you know, you get rid of these expired, you, cause if you're wheeling and dealing and who you're bringing in, you're probably bringing in some contracts that aren't healthy for you as a franchise, but hopefully you're getting you're getting uh, an expiring in a year or within two years, um, or maybe you're, you're able to move those contracts. Exactly, you're you're wheeling and dealing, um, but you get some financial relief and you're able to add some guys in the future. Then hopefully these young guys you hit on them, uh, Kaminga, uh, Pods, Moody, they get more time and and uh, they're actually you know starting and contributing. Um, right now it just seems like the they they don't have an identity. Um, going back to Draymond, I th- this is how I could see the conversation going: is Adam Silver going, "We're not happy with the antics on the court," and then Draymond going, "Well, you know what? It's too much for me. I'm going to retire because I can't change who I am." And then Adam Silver going, "That's crazy. You got like eighty eight million dollars on the table. You got a lot of basketball left." And if you leave the NBA like this, your 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 TNT deal is probably off the table. So you don't want to do that. Oh, okay, that's a good point, Adam Silver. Like, did he actually entertain retiring? Nah, I agree with you, Tyler. If he did, if I'm Mike Dunleavy and Joe Lego, I'm probably like, I hope this motherfucker retired because then I could get that off my books and bring yep. in somebody who's not going to cost me games. Um, I think uh, I. I did listen to the podcast later in the day and I did listen to Draymond Green talking about help and what help meant when he was, you know, 15 years old in, in Saginaw, Michigan and what help means coming from the the league and coming from his coach and coming from, 
Adam Silver. And I thought there was actually some really good points that he made. Um, you know, bef- I know I was texting you guys earlier, like, you know, I was kind of poo-pooing Draymond's retirement stuff. And I, I still am. I don't really believe it in, in the scenario that he laid out. Um, but I do respect how he talks about help and uh, and change and, and that he and, – and this resonated with me where people have offered me help in life, and I took it as an insult. I took it as, like, I don't need your fucking help, right? And I think that's a limited view. And I had to go through some things to, like, understand when a friend or a family member or someone genuinely is offering their help and what that means. Like that resonated with me because there's been times where friends have offered me help and I was insulted that somebody would talk to me that way. Now at retrospect at almost 40, like how fortunate and how lucky I am to have friends and family and people who care about me and say like, Hey, I want to help you. But I had to go through a journey to understand that. And I I just wanted to recognize that in Draymond's, um, you know, uh, in his personal life. However, with all of that, you know, love, that greatness going on, I don't I don't know if it's as easy as like turning it on and off like a switch because now he's saying he doesn't need to play without with the antics. He doesn't need to play with that edge. Well, if you didn't, why could you didn't turn that off? Yeah, I think know, four I think years two, ago. Like two and a half, three weeks is is not enough. Whatever therapy sessions you want to say to go face your demons and be like, I could just be a different person. No, man, yeah, it I, takes I years. It it takes a long time to be able to change your perspective about how you view things in life if it means changing it for the better of your own life. So um, you're done doing things a certain way your whole life. And to change that in three weeks, it's not happening. So um, my final, I mean, my final but, thing about the situation is I think the the thing that could push him to change truly change on the court and everything is that I really believe that he could potentially, he realizes he's wearing out his welcome, not just in the NBA, but with like fans, you know, and I know it may seem like fans don't matter, but I think when you start to see the social media and the locker room changing and now the NBA changing and your whole new media stuff changing, like no, no, at this point, there's not a lot of people defending what Draymond Green did and has done. Those people are kind of on an Island. Even the people that were defending it for defending it, defending all the way up to Rudy Gobert. But, and now it's just like those people are gone. And I think he's kind of reading the room, you know, in mid thirties or whatever, early thirties is what he is and saying, you know, I need a change because if I don't, I'm my welcome is, is out of here. Um, Yeah. You know, he's wearing out his welcome with the Warriors and possibly the league. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, so upcoming in the schedule, um, the Warriors play against the Pelicans on Wednesday. Uh, Friday, they are at Chicago. Saturday, they're at Milwaukee. Monday, they're playing at Memphis, and that's a day game. Um, and that's actually Martin Luther King Day as well. So uh, the league is doing a big thing for that um, as well. So that's part of why the game is going to be happening at, like, you know, 11 a.m. or something like that um yeah so that kind of wraps up warriors talk i think we can uh we can move on to the uh the pond we got uh excuse me tomash hurdle has been named to the all-star team for the sharks uh i'm just looking at his stats right now he's got thir- he, he leads the team in goals with 13 and he leads the team uh he let's see he's he's got 28 points total uh, so that's 15 assists. Uh, he leads the team in points. Uh, uh, Grandland actually has uh, a couple more assists than he does, which is a little bit surprising. Uh, that being said, the the team overall is not very good. So, uh, but the league has the same rule that Major League Baseball has, where every team gets at least one All Star, and that's because they want to make sure every market has something to cheer for on All Star Weekend. And the All Star Games in a couple of weeks. Uh, there's going to be more people added to the all-star game roster, uh, but it won't be any sharks. Uh, Tomas Hurdle is going to be your lone shark representative. The team is really bad. Logan Couture still has not played a game yet for them this season. Uh, and yeah, I'm I- starting to wonder about that too. We're like, we're at 39, 40 games played. 
Yeah, uh, yeah 40 games played at this point. It's uh, I'm wondering when he's going to get out there, you know, at this point. It's it, it, it's uh, really uh, it, like they could use him. <laughs> that's for sure. And they're, they're not playing with energy or purpose. And I'm just I'm I'm not impressed with what I'm seeing out of them right now. Uh, but they lose all three of the games this past week. Uh, they're nine wins, 28 losses and three overtime losses. They're dead last in the league, and it's uh, they're they're the next team up is Chicago, and they're five points clear of them. So, uh, well, uh, Chicago might start losing some games now. Now that yeah, Bedard uh, has Connor, like a Connor Bedard uh, fractured his jaw. He's jaw, on the injured yeah. reserve yeah. list. So, um, he hit we'll that see. ice hard. If you, I don't know if y'all saw the video, but I mean, he got thrown down pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, this coming week they have Tuesday at Toronto, Thursday at Montreal. Saturday at Ottawa and then Monday at Buffalo. Uh, and, and I, I, I don't know who we're going with one of the week for this week, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, if I'm going to pick one, I guess I'm going to do Ottawa. Okay. All right. So Tyler, you'll take Ottawa. Sam, who do you got? Who is it? Ottawa and who else are they playing? Um, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, and Buffalo. Buffalo. All right. So Sam has Buffalo. You know what? I'm going to make us all live and I'm going to take Montreal as uh, as my win of the week. So so if they're going to get a win this week, don't let it be Toronto. And then we're all wrong. Like, let somebody get a point this week. Good grief, guys. Uh, One thing to note together. One thing to note, the uh, Sharks top draft pick, Will Smith, uh, played in the gold medal cup against Sweden. didn't really do much, but just noted out that he made the roster for the juniors team. So uh, hopefully we'll see him in the next like two years or maybe or so. Yeah. And maybe a year or so. Um, We'll see year and a half on the outside. Uh, I want to see, I want to see these um, young studs come up and play well. And I want them to stay up when they do come up. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see somebody in contention for rookie of the year, you know, yeah. and you can't do that if you're not on the roster for 60 games, you know, uh, and so, so when you come up, you stay up and, and you come up early in the year or you make the team out of the training camp and go from there. So that's what I want. And I want that in a couple of years. So long way to go for Sharks fans. It's it's going to be a rough one guys. Uh, buckle up. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, so let's, let's, uh, let's flip the switch here. We're going to mm-hmm. go to the pitch now across the pond. Um, the Wrexham postponed their game against MK Dons due to the weather. They do get the win in the third round of the FA Cup against Shrewsbury. Close game, but they got it. 1-0. Uh, now, the fourth round of the drawings are in, and this is where the big teams start coming into play. Your mm-hmm. champions, your your Premier League teams. They didn't pull the Premier League team, which is fine, but they did pull a middle-of-the-pack champion team, and uh, the fourth round will be playing Wrexham against the Blackburn Rovers on January. And Blackburn 27th. has been up in the Premiership uh, yep. in recent past, so um, yep. so uh, there, there are no slouches. Like no, it's, not at it's all. a quality team. Yep, I agree. Um, so the last time they played was 1983, and Wrexham won by one goal. Again, this is not 1983, so but hopefully we can get a repeat of that. So uh, shout out to them. Hopefully they make it to the next round. I just want to see them play against a, uh, you know, I want to see them play a premier team. But of all teams, I want them to play Chelsea because Chelsea was the one that injured uh, Paul Mullen with their piece of shit third string, fourth string goalie that they had. Oh, yeah, that was the on the American tour in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I want to rematch of that. We, I mean, they'll probably get blown out by a top squad of Chelsea, but I, I still want to watch it. Entertain the yeah. thought of it. Um, their next match is Saturday against AFC Wimbledon. We're back to our regular schedule on that um, because they've had a couple games postponed. Um, they're still 14, seven and four third place, 49 points, two points away from Stockport. But again, they have to make up two games. So yeah, those two games in hand are going to be huge uh, down yeah. the stretch. Um, it'll, it'll suck for, um, you know, you're going to have to play them on like two or three, like three days rest or whatever, but um, it's all opportunities to make up ground. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And like we said, the biggest thing, the two things you need to do is get promoted. That's number one, two, make it as far as you can in the FA cup, because that's, that's winnings for your team that allows you to go and get more talent. So 
And out of all the cups that you want to go as far as you can go in, the FA Cup is the one you want to go the farthest in, as best as you can. So that being said, I do also want to note that Knotts County, uh, which was, you know, the Wrexham's uh, rival from last year in the non-football league, uh, their coach, Luke Williams, has decided to leave, and he is going to coach uh, Swansea, which was, I think they're... Swansea. Uh, Swansea, yes. So um, I think that pretty much kills Knotts County's uh, chances for this year. Not to say they can't get a coach, but they're sitting at about fifth right now. Um, and losing your coach probably kills your morale. Then you got to get a new coach. He's going to coach a different system. It, it's it's going to be a lot of variables for them to have to move up to uh, Football League 2 or Football League 1. Yeah, we'll see how they, um, they, they react to this news. Uh, we'll see how they play. Yep. So... Okay. We'll keep you updated. A couple of notes on baseball. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, I know you're in the chat. Uh, the rich just keep getting richer. Dodger signed Teoscar Hernandez for a one year, $23.5 million. Um, I guess there's a lot of hype around him, especially in Toronto. I I mean, I, I don't see the hype. I think he was okay in Toronto. Like, he played okay defense. He was a little bit above average when it comes to his hitting. Um, I just... You know, even when he was in Seattle, I, I guess, you know, I, whatever. But, hey, you get another outfielder. Congrats to you guys. Um, one thing you I also got a, You to, got a big leaguer. You got a, you got a pro. You got a, yeah. you got a player's player. <laughs> I don't think he's moving you the got a gamer. for you. You got a gamer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but 8 million, I think 8 million is deferred is what I read. So, yep. they're only yep. paying him like 16-something this year, then 8 million next year. So Only 16 million. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's yeah. like deferred champions, man. Like, I wonder hey, when, if MLB so, is going to do something about competitive balance, about d- deferring all of these payments. Well, they need a, they need a soft cap to start. <laughs> they don't even yeah, have that luxury that. tax is uh is laughable and uh daniel with the claps in the chat so uh daniel your your team is gonna win on credit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i also wanted to note that the dodgers new pitcher uh uh yoshinobu yamamoto was at the 2019 a's wild card game against tapa and he Thank described... you, so was i yeah we were all there look at that all right well daniel wasn't there but we were all there yeah. um he described the atmosphere as more electric, but similar to baseball in Japan. So uh, just a reminisce of the past of what the A stadium used to be and how loud and ruckus it used to be. Um, um, and this is 2019. This is after all the so-called attendance problems. Yeah. Um, the fans still exist. Yeah. We're still here. What's fucking crazy. I, I, I didn't want to talk about this, but what's fucking crazy to me is MLB is giving the A's another year of fucking welfare and charity, even though technically they do not have a deal in place. Like they do not, they technically did not meet the requirements. No, they still have uh, to have, but again, MLB is just going to fall in line and give them what they want. Um, They're already talking about, they, they, they may need to, the renderings were supposed to be done around Thanksgiving. Wait, but because of the because of the shooting, they said yeah. oh, we don't want to we don't want to talk about that. And now they won't be ready for like another two to three months. So, you know, a joke. it's a fucking cl- bunch of clowns. Yeah, I agree. Well, hey, Hopium still runs high because John Fisher is the only one who can ruin this at this point, mm-hmm. and he's doing a bang up job so far. Yeah, did I did I tell you guys I got kicked off of uh, uh, Twitter for like a week? Oh, really? You, you got the uh you got the this ban was, huh this was like a month ago um yeah i got booted from twitter for for like a week because uh i said something like i i basically wish bodily harm to john fisher <laughs> and then like somebody flagged it. <laughs> i'm like who john who fisher like, who likes john fisher nobody it was like cavill is that you who flagged my account you son of a bitch <laughs> he used to be active on 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 uh, the hellscape app man so yeah. uh, i don't know maybe yeah, now nah, what what a what a what a fucking joke i don't i don't understand how you can anybody can cape up for these guys i mean they just it, what an absolute failure you can't it's just a mess it's just what's his mess. what's his name uh uh emin emin emindola 
That is Mandalara. Mandalara. He put out a new video. Mandalara. He put out a new video regarding uh, uh, this whole A situation. So if you haven't had a chance, we'll put in the link, I guess. But um, yeah. it's a great, uh, great video. Another great addition to the uh, F uh, FJF moment here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. So that, I think that's enough baseball for now. This is off season. We don't need to talk forever about how much we hate John Fisher. That's been beaten to death. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I was going to try to make a joke there. I just didn't have it. That wouldn't have gotten us in trouble. So we move on. Uh, (laughs) Tiger Woods and Nike have parted ways after 27 years. Um, uh, Nike put out like one last little ad that says it's been a hell of a round. Um, Yeah, it's good. Good, good ad for him. I mean, Nike golf basically did not exist. Like they were like brand new and Tiger was their first major signing and they were trying to really ramp up uh, Nike golf and, I say it worked. I think it worked. Um, yeah, I just uh, bought a Nike golf shirt this uh, past weekend at Costco. So, yeah, yeah it's, uh, uh, for sure it works. Yeah, they uh, they they certainly got their money uh, back. And that was a mutually beneficial partnership for nearly three decades. Uh, and they and they and they stuck with him through all the hell that he almost drugged them through. He yeah, uh, yeah. He, they stuck <laughs> with him. And you know what, though? Don't be shocked if Charlie, uh, his son, signs a fat deal with Nike in like the next year. Yeah, that kid's Char- coming. Char- that kid yeah. can play. Charlie's <laughs> coming. Charlie is coming. Uh, yeah. So I, I guess that's basically it for the show. Unless you fellas have anything else you want to bring up. Nope. 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 Uh, oh. Enjoy your guys's evening at this point. But let's get the send off here. Huh? All right. Let's send this bad boy off uh, into the unknown. You're listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and hit that bell to get alerts when we go live. Follow us on Instagram and threads at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with all of you beautiful, beautiful people. Uh, Such beauties, man. Absolute (laughs) fucking beauties in our uh, audience. Later, guys. Good night.